We can't end that without an amen. One of the most annoying things I have to do every week is pick a sermon title. That is literally one of my most annoying weekly responsibilities. And this week, the title that kept coming back to me was The Gift of Truth, which truth isn't always a fully welcomed gift. It just isn't. Like, how about this truth? The truth that one in three children in Madison County live below the poverty line. One in three. That type of truth is unsettling. And yet in today's text, it's truth that Pilate asked about. Of course, if, if you're familiar with today's text and you know where it is in the scripture, and you also are thinking about what season we're about to head into, it seems like an odd place to be today. Because next Sunday, we start Advent. Next Sunday, we start the preparation for Christmas. We start preparing for the Christ child And yet today we find Jesus having just been betrayed and arrested and now brought before the legal authority to have his fate decided. We know that Jesus isn't far from the cross in this text. And yet this Sunday, a week away from Advent, this is where we find ourselves with Pilate asking Jesus questions. Like the question, what is truth? And we don't know if Pilate actually expected a response. Or maybe it was just a comeback to what Jesus had just said. But still, he asked the question. But Jesus had given him a response to that question before Pilate had asked it. When Jesus said, my kingdom is not from this world. And if you've been paying attention to the news these past few weeks like I have, you know that this, this world we live in is not God's kingdom. We live in a world right now full of uncertainty and fear and brokenness, and pain, and violence. That none of that is part of God's kingdom. And yet this is the world that we live in. This is the world where one in three children in our own county, in our own backyard, live below the poverty line. One in three children who live with a type of fear every day. Fear of not knowing where their next meal is going to come from. Children who are scared because maybe they won't have 
a coat to keep them warm this Christmas. Or a coat to keep them warm today because it was cold. Or shoes without holes in the bottom of their soles. Children who are scared to go to school for fear of getting picked on because they don't have what everyone else has. They know what it's like to live with fear. Or what about the children who have to live in a home with other children, who don't have a last name, who don't know what it's like to have parents, to have someone to call their own? Who, children who wonder if they will have a present under the tree this year with their name on it, something just for them. They know what it's like to live in fear and uncertainty. And what about the parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and siblings who have to raise children not knowing if they are going to have the money to provide a meal on Christmas Day or any day. We do not live in God's kingdom on this earth because there is hunger in our own backyard. There are people without enough. Perhaps they asked that same question that Pontius Pilate asked, what is truth? Is that they've had to make that fear part of their own truth, part of their own lives. But what is truth? Pilate stood in the presence of the living truth. He stood in the presence of the Lord of lords and king of kings. And he wasn't aware of it. But we, as God's children, should be aware of who Christ is. We should be aware of the truth that Jesus is king of everything. And it should change how we live our lives. Because this truth is one that changes everything. A truth that can change the truth, the fact of one in three children living below the poverty line. Because we as Christians know the truth that God has come into our world. We know the truth that Jesus came and proclaimed a kingdom of peace and love and thanksgiving and abundance. We know this truth. We know the truth of Christ calling disciples that thought of themselves as unworthy. And called them to follow him and to do as he did. And we know the truth that that call to follow is for us too. 
we know the truth that Jesus has set a path that we are invited to follow behind. And it's a path that can be uncertain and scary. It can be a path that can be heartbreaking when you realize that six family members share one room with just mattresses on the floor. But it's a truth that we must face. So often, in the midst of brokenness, in the midst of poverty, we call out and we ask God, where are you? Why have you not answered? But part of our truth is that God has called us and given us the chance to be the answer to others' prayers. God has given us the opportunity to show glimpses of his kingdom here and now on this earth so that those children can have food, so that those children can have shoes without holes in them, so that the 80 families that this church has adopted this Christmas season will all find a a present under the tree with their name on it. St. Matthew's makes outreach a part of who we are for a reason. Because we know the truth. We know the truth of who Christ is and we know the truth of God's kingdom. We know that it needs to be brought to this earth so others may see and may know the goodness of God. And that is why we're inviting you to take part in birthday gift for Christ. To take part in making sure that families in our own backyard who otherwise wouldn't have will have a Christmas. And there are three ways. As Abby talked about earlier, there are three ways to take part. One is next Sunday, when we celebrate St. Nick Sunday. We're invited to bring new and unwrapped gifts for children who are newborns to children who are seniors in high school so that they can have something to call their own so that they can receive a gift and know that God has heard them. Another way is to take a star or two from this tree And to buy food. To buy food for a family. So that they can have a warm meal. So that their bodies can be nourished. And finally, adopt a child. Someone who wouldn't otherwise have anything this year. As an individual, as a family, as friends, as a Sunday school class, as a small group, adopt a child 
and show them the truth of who you know Christ to be. If you haven't already noticed, our Christmas tree is already up. A Christmas tree is a Christmas tree, but we call it a Christmas tree because it only holds representations of who Christ is. Next week, the tree will be decorated, it will be lit. But right now, it's waiting. It's waiting for us to respond. The tree is waiting for us to bring gifts, to bring glimpses of God's kingdom here and now to this earth. The tree is waiting to loom over glimpses of God's kingdom for families in need. The question is whether or not we will lay hold of that truth that we know and lay hold of the promise of God's kingdom that can be seen here and now. The tree is waiting for us. Will we respond? Will you please pray with me? Lord, so often this season can be hectic and it can be rushed. But Lord, help us to look beyond ourselves. Help us to look behind our own blessings and our own shopping lists and to remember those in our own backyard who are hungry and who have so little. Help us to lay hold of your kingdom so that they too may see and know the truth of your love. And thank you for that opportunity for us to be the answer to their prayers. We love you. Amen.